Grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Stardust Podcast. I'm Matthew Weir and I'm joined by Kerry Warbis, Peter Fickling, man down. Turns mm. out he doesn't have Jacob levels of labeling of his boxes, which <laughs> I'm quite surprised by. He can't find anything. So he's kind of, he's looking for the box of vital podcast equipment, which I guess mm. is like PC and stuff like that. Yeah, he's gone a bit. Uh, he's gone a bit Kate, hasn't he? He's kind of no tech. We think he might be living in a teepee up a hill. <laughs> we're, not, we're not entirely sure. There is a house. He's balls deep in boxes, isn't he? And he boasted to us that he loves packing and putting everything neatly away, and he can't bloody find anything this week. So don't know what's happened. Well, I mean, loves packing. Might not like unpacking. Unpacking quite yeah. so much. <laughs> Putting everything into boxes. Mm. Great. Yeah. So that is a shame. We'll we'll miss Peter. I wanted to Oh, he did actually write to us a few things, didn't he? He did, I asked he did. Him to say uh what he's thought of the week in Ambridge. Are we having Coat Gate two? What was he referring to with that? No idea. Kirsty or Kate make a mistake and go for the wrong brother. By mistake. Oh, that must be what he ah, means. Okay, so those two things are linked. Mm. I don't think they look that alike, do they? They're not twins. Well, I mean, Kate was super astonished by the likeness, wasn't she? Yeah, she did. It did uh, stop her in her tracks, didn't she? When she said, yeah. I'm sorry, but you look so much like him. She kept giggling and stuff. Is it confusing for our listeners that me and Matthew sound alike, apparently, and now Eric does too? Eric sounding like Jacob, not like me and Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Eric is, blimey. I mean, I was making some cheese on toast when Mm. Eric arrived in the show and all my clothes fell off as he started to talk. (laughs) He has got an amazing voice. I'm sure I've heard it somewhere before. I think it's the continuity guy on Talk Sport. Yeah, I, it's definitely, he's he's got a voice for continuity and voiceovers and film, you know, those film adverts where they say, um, in a world. (laughs) <laughs> well the guy who did those died and then a guy that used to impersonate him got the gig afterwards ah um, maybe this then, is him but then yeah but then those type of trailers didn't really they kind of went out of fashion a bit but I, I read an interview with someone that spent like a few days with that guy that used to do those original ads he said like he just has that voice everything he did like All the time. His, his grandkids were there and he goes okay children go and hide and i will find you <laughs> In a while, we'll be having dinner. <laughs> it was a place where everything was legal. There's all those kind of ads from like the late 80s, early 90s. They loved yeah. that guy, didn't they? They're good, aren't they? Uh, they made a bloody fortune. Actually, I mean, speaking of making a fortune, let's have an ad. Okay. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've started Eric chat. Should we just go straight in with Eric? Yeah, why not? I am very worried and think he's a wrong one. And I trust J- Jacob. I nearly said Jacob. Jacob. Um, who's Jacob? <laughs> he's the third brother. Um, I I trust Jacob implicitly. And if he has said that Eric is not very nice and is one to watch out for, a bit of a wrong one. And now Kate and Alice are going, what was Jakob talking about? He's really lovely. I just think there's something afoot with this guy. Yeah, I mean... I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's here. I, I went full tabloid journalist and wrote in massive letters, in all caps in my notes, love rat, and <laughs> underlined it. Mm. So I don't know if that's something... I mean, he travels a lot for work, doesn't he? He's not yeah. completely open about what he does. Exactly. Massive drugs trafficker, possibly. Yeah, he saw that conference stuff, wasn't it? Oh, I do stuff with conferences. When I heard that, though, I did think, oh, God, he's going to, I bet Grey Gables Revisited is going to have a conference centre as part of it. And he could be the conference and event strategy planner or whatever the job title was and hang around because of that. Yeah. What's got into Kirsty? He has. (laughs) (laughs) With a bit of wild water. I mean, in terms in terms of real time events, that's probably happening right now as we it speak, is. isn't it? Yeah. But she, her voice, she was very sexy as soon as she came on mic. In that, mm. oh, um, hang really? on, well, she she almost did. Did she come on mic as well? <laughs> Not like Tucker. <laughs> oh, I say. Um, um, no, like her voice when she appeared on the show, shall we say, on the microphone, mm. she was on heat, wasn't she? Yeah, she's grasping that nettle, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. She knows what she wants. It was quite refreshing, I think. She knows he's around for a week. Well, so he says he may end up being the conference person. But in her mind, what she knows is he's around for a short amount of time. He, she obviously liked the look of him, thought, right, let's get to the nub of this or the knob of this. Asked if he was single. He said he was. Now, is he? We don't know. But Jakob comes back and says no. If what he says is to be believed and you say that probably none of it is, him and Jakob don't talk enough because there was that whole gaff. Where he was yeah. like, you're very accommodating for a landlady. Yeah. Well, he said he said landlord, actually, didn't he? Yeah, she did not like that, did she? We've been together for two and a half. I'm his life partner. Oh, why have I said life partner? I don't know why I've said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, here's the thermostat. I, yeah, I, I did have some real laugh out loud moments at the Archers this week. Occasionally, like, you get a week where it's just, you know, I get the giggles when I'm listening mm. to it. So what has happened to the Adil Kirsty romance? They just poured piss all over that, didn't they? It was they were I really feel like they were trying to set that up. They were. Didn't he have to pull his trousers down because she spilt like hot tea on him or something? And yep. then all of a sudden, Adil's no longer in the show or barely in the show. Mm. And then when he comes back, he's off with Lily. 
because there was a point where Adil was like, oh, I won't be staying tonight, Linda. I'm staying at a friend's. And everyone was like, it's Kirsty. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that's not happening anymore. Yeah, because they've gone down the route of that old chestnut where it's um, a couple at loggerheads with him and Lily, who eventually come to love each other, which is a right old trope, isn't it? You're right, though. How has that all happened? What 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 happened to him and Kirsty? I mean, it does make for a better story. Me, you and Peter were talking mm. about this on the chat. I think I I said that our Russ would get a job at Grey Gables in some kind of artistic capacity. Yes, yes. And it's far messier if Lily is with Adil mm. and then Russ gets hired because you have to ask how much does Adil actually know about Russ in all of that. And Russ's departure obviously was all kicked off by the allegation from Tracy that he was the father of Chelsea's baby. And in fact, also, Chelsea nearly offed Adil's mate with a nut, didn't she? Oh, yeah. In the orangery. <laughs> So it's, it's all quite interwoven, this whole thing. Yeah. And then we'll have Eric working at the conference centre in Grey Gables, as well as Russ in the art, whatever it was, thing that they were going to have there. So they'll all be intertwined and our deal will be... You see, the thing with Grey Gables is when it's up and running and fully functioning, does our deal then disappear and go off to another project that he's overseeing? Well, we're led to believe that he's just a representative, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. As so As time goes by... I'm finding that harder and harder to believe. Well, what do you believe with this bloody program? <laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, email us at hello at the cider shed. What do you believe? What do you believe in, in the archers? I don't want to hear about, you know, um, ghosts and flat earth. <laughs> yes, it's interesting. I quite liked that Kirsty just went, yeah, looks like a bit of a prospect here i'm gonna run with it what's the harm F buddy you know that's all right isn't it they're, bo they're both single presumably at this point i like the way he was like so you know why are you single <laughs> i was like kirsty do not say a word <laughs> well um <laughs> it started I was, with this, I was with this guy <laughs> and then he dumped me on my wedding day and then i found love with like a much older slave master and that didn't really work out and uh and yeah here i am at this point you know eric's entered the am and he's swimming back to where yeah. he came from <laughs> he's tying a, a big stone around a piece of rope on his ankle we got to hear a kirsty scream though haven't heard that since the vestry mm. on wedding day Everyone yeah. thought she was going to let out a big scream when Philip was exposed, but she didn't. She was quite measured, wasn't she? Yeah, she's probably screaming now. <laughs> um, didn't you think when he jumped in the water, there was a very long time between the jump and the splash? She said he ran into the river, but I thought he'd cannonballed off of like a cliff. It was very long, wasn't it? I wondered if he'd climbed a tree or is there is there a cliff on the am? What's <laughs> Was it the Am even? I don't. I didn't pay attention to where they were. There is another river that they go wild swimming in, isn't there? And I can't bloody remember the name of it in the Archers. I think that's where Harrison and Fallon went swimming. The Perch? Ah, yes, yes, yes. You're right. Yeah, I'd like to run two bits of audio side by side and hear what took longer, uh, Eric to hit the water or Nigel to hit the floor. Yeah. Because... <laughs> There was quite a long moment where Nigel screamed and someone actually went as far as to work out yeah. like rate rate equals times time times time how long he'd actually fell for. Yeah. And, and actually worked out that Greg 
No, it wasn't Grey Gables, was it? It was Lower Loxley. That it must have been a tower block. Yeah. Actually, all this time we've thought of it as a lovely, chintzy old <laughs> hall. Yeah, it was like it was like um, Alan Rickman falling off the building at the end of Die Hard. It just keeps <laughs> going and going and going and going. By the way, I mean, all of this is fueled by the fact that Jacob isn't there, which is great, isn't it? Because now we're it's building up in our head about what's going to happen with this sibling rivalry when he comes back. He's away. Yeah. At Belgium. A, yeah, he's obviously just ODing on Sprouts, isn't he? He's in a hotel room <laughs> somewhere. He's in a hotel in Brussels getting smashed into Sprouts. <laughs> Kate missed a trick. She said he was vet networking. Well, surely that's vet working. <laughs> I didn't like that she kept dissing Jakob at every turn. You know, he, he got this smart speaker out, Eric, didn't he? And she said, like, oh, Jakob wouldn't let us have one of those because he thinks that everyone's spying on us through that or something. I'm totally down with Jakob being a massive conspiracy theorist, though. That makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. And Jakob wouldn't have tequila shots. He'd have us going home after half a shandy on a school night. We're getting fed this idea that Eric is really fun. Mm. Where does it end, though? Fun you know, an old friend of mine used to make me feel better when I'd open up my wallet on a Sunday morning and nothing would be in there. And he'd just say, Matthew, you can't put a price on fun. Well, <laughs> maybe hmm. we're going to find out that you can with Eric. Yes, definitely. There is something wrong here. He's rocked <laughs> up. Jacob's away so he can just spin yarns, can't he? And also, what's wrong with having colour-coded boxes for your Lego? <laughs> And your books in alphabetical order and doing your homework early. I, I didn't like that they were sort of they're ridiculing Jacob whilst he's away. It's not nice. That's quite true to life, though, don't you think? That a, a brother might tap into the things that his, sibling, his sibling's partner doesn't like about them. And, it, you know, he's saying that they're still fine and they're adults now, but there is mm. still that that tendency with brothers and sisters to find things to moan about and quite often they go to their life partner just to kind of say oh yeah he is annoying isn't he or she does do that doesn't Sounds that like this you? has happened to you Matthew <laughs> um yeah only about 37 <laughs> times yeah. but Kate started it immediately she was like would you like a, uh, something about biscuits wasn't it Jakob doesn't buy biscuits she she was the ones you know she did the biscuit thing she did the smart speaker thing she did the he doesn't drink thing yeah that's the whole shtick mm. isn't it that Jakob's going to come back and seem quite stuffy by comparison I think but wow. yeah hopefully he's back next week he's um he's getting uh his, his stomach pumped from all the, the sprouts <laughs> that he's eating right now he'll be back and maybe we're going to learn a little bit more about our Eric next week oh god you know what I've only just now realized it's Brussels sprouts isn't it oh for god's sake Kerry sorry why do you think I was you saying bloody it? So I don't know because well he likes sprouts I, I thought he's doing it in secret somewhere abroad <laughs> no because he's gone to Brussels I know I know now okay a bit slow on the uptake at least I admitted that I was having a aneurysm <laughs> All right, so we've done Eric. Mm. Eric yeah. interacting with Kay. Alistair was quite charmed by him in the in the bull, wasn't he? Kirst is getting it on with him as we speak, which is, you know, I, I keep getting a mental image of that. I don't know why, because I've seen a photo of the actor. <laughs> have and... you? Of Eric? Yeah, I have, yeah. Ah, because him have... and Russ could have a voice-off, couldn't they? You know, they if they could. ever are at Great Gables together, 
It's going to yeah. be amazing. I did actually ask when I was on Cidershed Twitter yesterday what would be their celebrity name. I think someone said Kirik. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> the best one, the best suggestion we had when it was going to be Kirsty and Adil was that mm. it would be Kill, which I thought oh, was yeah, very yeah. good. But Adil and Lily, we've now decided, is Lidl, isn't it? Yes. That's good. Another annoying thing, the bloody window. My blood boils every time this story gets brought up. I thought it's it just... has, was dead, buried, done with, dusted. And then Kate is thinking she's being really clever by killing Alan. I was all excited when she said that. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I was listening to that on the walk home and it was I had it on my phone mm. and my dentist called me. And, you know, because if you listen to something on your phone, like it just yeah. cuts over whatever you listen to. And she went, we're going to kill Alan. And then it just went silent. I was like, bloody hell, who's writing the scripts this week? This is nuts. <laughs> but yeah, when I went back, it was with kindness, which was a bit disappointing. Yeah, he'll know that that's happening, won't he? And it was horrible to hear Kate saying um, that Peggy's generous offer was... Oh biffed aside by Alan and you know she's obviously clearly still outraged that he's said no to and it's your decision Alan the bishop has told us yeah I mean if I came to your place and offered you 200 pounds and I would cover the cost of you to put a statue of me in your front garden Kerry would you consider that generous well not 200 quid no (laughs) (laughs) you want more name your price 250 (laughs) done Yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Nothing generous about it, is it? It's just complete no. um, self-promotion mm-hmm. by one of the um, the shittiest family in the village. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've, the show is named after them. The oh, bastards. God. Yeah, because I said that on uh, Twitter about, oh, God, the archers and this bloody window. And people going, it's not really the archer Jill side of it, is it? It's not the archers at all, really. Mm. It's all Peggy's side. Oh, Still horrific. Well, Jill's side of it and Peggy's side of it are awful, aren't they? Yeah. Really? I mean, and let's not forget, we had a bit of Pat this week. Pat chat. Pat chat. Pat chat. Pat chat. Pat chat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so her and Adam yeah. were packing up the veg boxes at Bridge Farm and Adam had an amazing idea. Yeah, he did, didn't he? I liked that Adam was in it this week, though. The first time he was in it, he sounded as weird as he always does. Exactly. That would be great. Do you know who I thought Pat was? Who? I thought it was Pip. I've realised Pat sounds like a slightly older Pip. She's got that wobble Ah. in the voice. And then I very quickly realised because of the context that it was our Pat. That's interesting. Yeah, because I thought that Kate sounded exactly like Linda in the episode where she was shouting at Rex, who was fixing the roof in the rain. Uh, she does a bit, yeah, but really Linda's, like got, her. Linda's a little bit more uh, queeny, isn't she? Mm. But yeah, I know what you mean. So the edible forest. The edible Well, is it a forest of edibles, which would be quite interesting? <laughs> I'd quite like a ticket to that one. Um, imagine like all the all comers from around the county coming and having the edibles that are sort of dangling from trees Eric could probably set them up (laughs) yes or is it 
a forest of trees with pizza dangling from them. <laughs> that was my first thought before he actually told us that what it actually is, is a glorified allotment. Yeah, it didn't sound like it was going to be very high kind of redwoods and pine trees, did it? I mean, my first thought with, with Adam and how you like to depict him on Twitter, an edible forest for him, that's practically cannibalism. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I, I, I mean, good grief. They're going to plant it and it'll be ready in May, this whole thing. Obviously, they they tried to have a bit of tension of will Tom like it? Will Tom freak out? Because he's mercurial, according to Pat, very romantically put. But but when um, Adam listed that there'd be herbaceous borders with um, rhubarb, artichokes, onions, chives, gooseberries, raspberries, red currants, apples <laughs> and plum trees. Nice note taking there, Kerry. Yep. Would visitors actually go to this? No. Oh, here's an allotment. I mean, you can go to a fruit picking place, pick your own Mm. for a fiver and walk out with some fruit and it's exactly the same experience. It didn't sound, you know, imagine going there on a wet day (laughs) and (laughs) just standing. Being greeted by Adam. Yeah, or Pat and Tony. God forbid. (laughs) I mean, did you know that they, they had open farm Sundays on Bridge Farm? Yeah, that's that's been a thing for a while, hasn't it? Don't you remember they sort of do those awful like lecture tour type things, don't they? But I mean, they sound awful as well. But but Adam thinks this is going to be a great way to build sales that people will come and look at this half acre plot of bushes. Is this just an agricultural storyline they're throwing in? Are people really doing this with any success, though? I mean, who who would pay to i don't understand it's, it's the sales bit that they're buying the stuff anyway and then they go look that's where it came from over there that's our edible it's not a forest for one thing is it <laughs> i mean the closest it gets to a forest is the apple tree and the plum tree come visit the veg patch kids they'll all be yes. bloody crying <laughs> I know. we've got an allotment over here do you want to see it now i didn't think you would <laughs> mummy mummy that strange man over there wanted to show me his allotment that robot voiced stranger <laughs> keeps pointing at his bushes. I mean, just absolutely diabolical idea. Hopefully Natasha just gets wind of it and puts them straight. And, and, and I love, like, Tom's reaction was so bad. He went, you had me at Edible Forest Gardens. And then it sounded like Adam punched him. Yeah, he decked him. <laughs> yeah. I really wish that. I wish Tom went, what did you do that for? <laughs> thought you well, liked the idea <laughs> he is very hard to read Tom you know so you'd, sometimes you just have to lay him out <laughs> oh god mm. yeah well I wasn't I'm, I'm not too invested in it um, I think me and Kerry said before the podcast edible forest we'll just say how shit that is and move on yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> poor old Jim he's torn on the best man thing isn't he Oh, I love him so much. His little wavering voice. And it was his birthday recently, wasn't it? Um, there In was real a real life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a picture on Twitter that I think we retweeted it anyway. <clears throat> 82, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Looked absolutely divine. He looked much more like Jim in that photo than he does on mm. his um, his headshot on the Archer's page. Yeah. I loved that he was worried about not being able to do a stag do in Magaluf. <laughs> <laughs> what might put Jim up is if he finds out in Felpersham there's a strip club called Cicero's. 
And I really wanted his whole best man speech to just there to be a whole episode of just his best man speech in Latin, preferably. Yes. And we don't have to make any notes for that episode. Yeah, I mean, they, they came to it later, but I thought, why not Alistair? Alistair is like the perfect compromise, isn't it? He's Jim's son. He can get mm. lots of input from Jim. Yeah, so it's going to be a joint Ed, Jim, job. Yeah. I don't, yeah, something's got to go wrong there, hasn't it? Oh, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Because I like I, the way that they use superlatives on this show, mm. when Jim ended Tuesday's episode by saying, like, this is going to be the best day oh, of yeah. your life. I was like, mm. a bloody plane's coming through the roof, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I did. There's Yeah, that was the very last phrase, wasn't it? It's like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Although they did do that with Tom because Pat sort of went, he'll probably love it as soon as he hears, <laughs> hears it. And I thought, oh, God, he's going to go mental. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when Adam just went on walkabout and started fruit picking at Bridge Farm instead mm. of working at Home Farm? Yeah. Tony really started getting into a load of Adam's ideas and he kept going to Tom going you know Adam said this and Tom was like I don't f***ing care what Adam said <laughs> shut <Yes. up." laughs> I was just waiting for him to do the same so yeah. yeah it was almost disappointing that Tom went yeah it's a great idea it's, it's typical that he loves the idea that we're all going what a shit idea this is. <laughs> But yeah, back to Jim. He, I think he definitely should have been best man. He's 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 really helped Jazza. He's his role model. He's his rock, isn't he? And he did say to him, "You are the best man I know." Oh, oh that was lovely, so wasn't nice. it? Yeah. And he doesn't want a stag do that's a blokey stag do, Jazza, does he? Doesn't sound I mean, like it. Mm. He's pushing forty, isn't he, Jazza? I don't know. I think I think uh, maybe maybe he's maybe he's over forty. I don't know. I got the yeah, impression and blokes that... who are around 40 or over, they're not interested in strippers, are they? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd rather rip my own eyes out than so. see a woman in a Bosoms. state of undress. Yes. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. I don't I what a disaster could happen between Ed and Jim. The logs were teased again this week, weren't they? Which Ooh, suddenly made me what <laughs> Um Kate asked, did you ever find out who your log thief was? Yes. And Rex, who was clearly coming down with hypothermia, because he's up on the roof in the driving mm. rain, trying to fix a, a roof that they got some cowboy built. Obviously, no decent builders around the village anymore. I wonder where they all went. Mm. He's there trying to fix this dodgy roof that they had. Um, Kate's giving him a hard time while he's up there about yeah. inhaling ions or something. Yes. Really Sound like she'd been bloody inhaling them. Rain is good for on. resilience. It creates ionised air that helps yeah. antibodies and immunity. Well, not for him, it didn't. Yeah, he's practically dying up there. He's like, could, could I have some of that chai? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chai was mentioned a lot, wasn't it, this week? So, yeah, and then she said, well, they were, I think they went into the shepherd's hut. And I think she said, did you ever find your log thief? Don't yeah. you have a... Wildlife camera. Yeah, and Rex kind of said, oh, no, the battery was was out does Kirsty know that's the bit I couldn't remember oh does good Kirstie question know? good question is she, is she not in does she not know that Rex discovered the whole thing and it was just so embarrassing with his crossed wires that it's just forgotten yeah probably I don't I don't remember Kirsty saying anything about it no Rex helped them put the logs back yeah didn't he but I don't think Kirsty. She's got other things on her mind. She's not going to be thinking about logs. 
Is she? She might be climbing one as we speak, Carrie. Oh, climbing. Um. Uh. So I didn't know if mm. she was playing along with Rex or if she genuinely thinks that somewhere off mic he told her, oh, the battery wasn't working in the camera. Yeah. Because he went, he watched all of that with Tony, didn't he, in the pub? Oh, which God. A, which was a bit <laughs> awkward. So maybe, yeah, maybe mm. there's something to come with that. But I mean, the log thing isn't a massive scandal, isn't it? Then poor Jim had to deal with the, the absolutely preposterous volunteer shop advert and interview session, didn't he? Yeah, because it's on him, according to Susan. She's a right bloody dictator in that shop, isn't she? Yeah, not half. I loved it that she said um, she doesn't want the new person to be anyone who thinks they know it all or wants to take over or talks too much or judges people. <laughs> She's just basically described herself. And Jim kept making little pointed remarks to her about her, which completely probably went over her head. There was a little bit where Joy was there. Oh, it's like she worked in menswear and yeah. yellow Y fronts anecdote, all very good. Yeah. And she said that, you know, I, I was able to hide my feelings even when these people were wearing these diabolical clothes in front of me. So then she said, oh, I could send you my CV. I was like, I want her CV. I want to know <laughs> who she is. Yes. Please just send it straight what to me. What a good opportunity to learn all about what she's been up to. And But Susan was quite funny, was she? No, no, no need to do that. <laughs> I like I imagine they were both pinned up against the wall like a, a strong wind was blowing them. And then when she left out when she walked out, Susan went, That woman and Jim just went, You don't like her, do you? I just thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yes. Yeah. But I did like it when Jim said to Susan, um, none of us are perfect, are we, Susan? She's too close to see it, isn't she? And then I thought I'd missed an episode because Jim says I spoke to Justin and Justin's going to come in and say, hang on, when did that happen? I know. The most unlikely candidate to volunteer in the shop is our Justin. So now there's all this conspiracy theory on Twitter about, you know, is he going in there to get win all the locals round so that he can muscle in on council stuff? Someone said that they thought he's getting loads of knowledge from what people buy in the shop and stuff because he's bought the land and he's going to make build a supermarket <laughs> <laughs> i like that I know. Mm. Uh, they, he, and even lillian said everyone will be saying that the reason you're volunteering there has got some ulterior motive behind it matt got a little shout out this week didn't he matt yes when she was talking to Kate in the orangery over her Welsh rarebit. Do you think he could be coming back? I mean, they mention him by name. And Kate said, well, he didn't, he's never had to, Justin's never had to flee the country. Mm. Like Matt. And I was like, ooh, bring him back. Yes, because it was all a bit like, oh, you don't half pick him, don't you? Um, this is going to be a bloody nightmare, though, isn't it? Justin just seems to want to taser shoplifters. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like that bit where they said, you know, sometimes the papers are mixed up. Yeah. And Susan said, yeah, you can't be delivering mm. a Guardian to a Telegraph reader. And I thought Justin was going to say, I, I once killed a paperboy for that. <laughs> Yeah. Woke bullshit nonsense landed on my doorstep. Yeah, I did ask on Twitter who would be the Guardian reader in the village. And mm. I got a few answers. What? What's your thinking on that? Uh, I reckon Alistair reads the Guardian. Ah, um, okay. I've, I reckon Jim, probably without realising how heinous he's being, 
probably reads the Times or the Telegraph, which is a bit sad. Yeah, but I think he probably does. Jazz is a sun man, isn't he? Oh God, he takes it in the toilet with him. I bet Susan's Daily Mail. Oh, one hundred percent, she is. Yeah. yeah. That August publication. That August publication. That August publication. That August publication. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Mm. Who do you think? A Guardian Reader? Yeah, I mean, Alistair. Kirsty. Kirsty, for sure. Uh, yeah, Russ. She, she was the one solid one that I thought, yes, that is true. Mm, Russ. Someone said Linda, and I just thought, no, she's a bit snobby. I think she'd go to the Times or something like that. I could see Robert having the Guardian and her having the Times. Mm. Uh, I, I imagine them very much like that couple on Gogglebox. Nutty. Something and Mary. I can't remember what the other guy's name is. They, they always yeah. remind me that. They say, call each other Nutty, don't they? They're quite right wing. Well, she is. Oh, is Bloody she? Bloody awful. I don't like her. <laughs> I don't really know much about them, to be honest. It's just a, just one of those things that I see when I'm back in the UK. Ah, uh, God, you read. Oh, what about Rex? He was suggested as well as a possible. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Kate as well. Ooh, yeah. But she wouldn't read it. She'd probably just buy it to, to leave around as if she reads it. I bet she wouldn't read it, would she? Oh, that's another. I, you know, when she was saying about, because um, Lillian said, oh, I'm looking forward to going on the hotel break with your mum. And uh, Kate said, oh, they were very generous with their Christmas presents. I felt bad with what I bought. What on earth did she buy people for Christmas? It's going to be awful stuff, isn't it? I was thinking some sort of Hessian table mats or... It was a box of highly ionised compounds that you just had to inhale. (laughs) Yeah, a tiny sort of crystal or something. Um, David got a little mention this week, wasn't it? Someone, Kirsty said, I saw David. He looked like sad or depressed. And Kate went, that's weird. I was like, no, it's not Kate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, because they'd seen them stomp out of the restaurant, hadn't they? And they, they, they had. twigged that there might have been a bit of a ruckus with Vince. Yeah. And Jennifer, bless her, she's obviously got this mention with the hotel break, which is coming up next week. How are they going to deal with Jennifer? Uh, not, I don't know. It's, it's, not it's returning hard... and what have you. It's a tough Possibly. subject, isn't it? Yes. We, we, we were, we've remained tight-lipped about it, haven't we? But I think mm. it's out there now. So Yeah. But she's not very well. So, yeah. Yeah, she, has, she, hasn't, been in, she hasn't been in good health now. So, obviously, all of our thoughts with the actor. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't <laughs> want to make this particular gear change, but what are they going to do with Robert? Yes. Good point. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think as well, I think because of these two things, maybe this is why there's been some strange little filler type things going on with the episodes of late that, you know, having prepared in advance, obviously they're not going to have thought that, that these two things would happen. It must be very tricky for the scriptwriters, mustn't it, mm. to, to deal with that. Kerry, I have something I want to know from last week. Yeah. When we were talking about dealing with depression and, yeah. you know, and medication, versus, you said it's mm. not a linear journey. Then you pulled yourself back and said, oh, why have I said that? I hate journey. And then you mm. said trajectory. Do you mean journey the band? <laughs> there is a band called Journey, isn't it? What on earth did they sing? Don't stop I bet believing. You, I bet you know. <gasps> oh, my God. Which had a complete renaissance because it was the final song of the final episode of The Sopranos. Was it? It was. And then... I was. I remember being in a nightclub in Dublin in about two thousand and seven. Yeah. Every night, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
don't stop believing just just dj dropped that in the middle of the night and i remember asking yeah. one of the it was a works night out and i remember asking this young guy called daryl like why are they playing this and he went it's because of the sopranos it's completely relaunched it ah god awful song i haven't seen the sopranos okay so seinfeld and the sopranos you got did you watch the seinfeld clip i sent you kerry oh remind me what it was i think i did jerry seinfeld channeling david where he's trying to be depressive in a restaurant no did you you describe that i don't know if you did send i sent me, it on whatsapp Oh, shit. No, I didn't see that. And it's in the link of our episode from last week. Ah, good. Lovely. I look forward to seeing that. I didn't even know you'd Do you know who I am, Kerry? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Am I I just a stranger stranger that's invited you to see my allotment? I I do. Yeah, I've paid my money to see this sodding allotment. (laughs) Now what? (laughs) No, I will look at that clip. I'm so sorry. You know what it's like? We're busy people. We are. We're very busy. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're really busy people and we have to fit this shit in as well on top of all the busy (laughs) stuff we do. (laughs) Well, on the back of that, um, bigging Mm. ourselves up, let's have our second ad. Yes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, Kerry, so if people Mm. want to kind of put an arm around us and make us feel better for um, having to pull apart this... It was actually a good week, wasn't it, I think, in terms of entertainment. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Where can they get in touch with us on Twitter? Yes, please come to at the Cider Shed pod on Twitter. Twitter's sort of a bit odd at the moment because of it keeps changing daily how you use it and look at stuff and people's timelines are going a bit weird. But just go to at the Cider Shed pod and you'll be happy all day long is what I would say. We've got um, 2,894 followers. We're creeping ever nearer to the 3,000 mark. Uh, God knows what I'll do when that happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really good, fun tweet along on the, on the, our Twitters. Yeah, we've got an Instagram which has exactly the same moniker as that, at the Cider Shed Pod. Up to 621 followers on there, and we were late bloomers on Instagram. I try to make it as entertaining as possible. Yeah, so just getting back into the groove after Christmas, I'll be a bit more active on there. Actually, I should say at this point, before we get on to how you leave a review, mm. I got someone slid into my DMs. It was Kate. 
slid into the Cidershed DM saying that uh, they couldn't work the Apple link to leave a review from their Samsung phone in Australia. And she thought that might be like um, the kind of a cross app issue or cross tech Mm. issue. But I helpfully replied, hey, Kate, you know what? I've never even tried to do it, but I'm (laughs) guessing it can be done from any computer. I bet you bet you're glad you asked next. But then she (laughs) came back. And she wrote, well, here's my review, which says five stars, funnier than the show itself and worth the Well, of course. course. (laughs) I mean, for a start. (laughs) God, can you imagine if it wasn't? (laughs) (laughs) Funnier than the show itself and worth listening to for the Cockring anecdote alone. Well, I believe, did we talk about that before the show? We can't quite remember the Cockring anecdote and then i accidentally (laughs) oh you stole my bloody joke kerry i gave that to you before we started i thought you were queuing me up then (laughs) yeah no i did so worth listening to for the cock ring anecdote (laughs) alone i look forward all week to each episode which fills the archerless void that is saturdays of course it does because we come out on a saturday for the patrons and love it can't recommend it enough thanks kate that might i did send her a little uh video on how to post on Apple Podcast or iTunes, so maybe that will appear there. But I wanted to give it its due. Um, yeah, also, you can support us on Patreon by going to uh, www.patreon.com forward slash the cider shed. We are going to try and do a few more things for Patreon as the year goes on um, that we can fit in. But one thing you do get is the episode early, generally mm. on a Saturday, and ad free. <laughs> I was just going to say though about the Patreon thing. It's uh, you know. Even a tiny bit each month really, really helps us, doesn't it, Matthew? It's don't be scared about, oh, I can't afford, you know, a 10 or a, a couple of pounds a month is is really great. It really helps us. Yeah, you know, it kind of fills the gap that we don't. I've refused classes to be here on Fridays to do this. So, yeah, it does. It, it's, it's, a, it's a big help. Yeah, we've got a Facebook group called the cider shed podcast yeah if people want to leave the review then they just go over to itunes look up the cider shed podcast or the cider shed and uh, pen your review kerry um hopes uh, do i have to mention football yes 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 it's a big weekend well i forgot to do my team that's the first thing so did i yes I don't know if Max did our uh, one that's in this league. At half time, Aston Villa are still beating Leeds, I see. Oh, dear. Oh, Chelsea didn't have a good week, did they? Chelsea haven't had a good year, really. Yeah, since, since, since Potter joined. <laughs> it's all gone yeah. downhill. I'm, I'm sorry about that, Matthew. Yeah, it's all right. You, I mean, I you think. You stole Potter and now look. I think the entire first team is out injured, which doesn't help. And I read today, oh. like, the yeah, yeah, like the. There's more first teamers out than there is mm. um, actually available. Someone was saying today that the team that is in currently on the treatment table would smash the team that's on the field. So yeah, and then even and then what we, even with their injuries, kind yeah, of probably yeah. yeah. I mean, right. and we spent spent big eight million on Joao Felix, who came in last night, attacker looked really good at the beginning, and then got red carded on his debut. Just yeah. oh, just just lost in the moment. He wanted to impress reached for a ball he couldn't get to (laughs) and basically studs up on someone's knee so yeah yeah, even you were laughing about the whole debacle weren't you oh there just comes a point where um, every now and again Chelsea have a complete capitulation and I think you just have to enjoy it 
you just have to think right go on give me mm. some something else has to happen so uh, like another guy got injured last night and then another guy got sent off it's just um arsenal are playing spurs on sunday tea time uh the north london derby that's a big one i'll definitely be shouting at my tv enjoy i'm sure we're gonna smash them aren't we yeah i kind of wouldn't mind arsenal being stopped in their tracks really i think they've Oh, they've had they've geez. had some fun. <laughs> now let's all go home. They can't against Spurs though, Matthew. Come no, on. no, that's true. That's true. Come that's true. on. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, okay, mm. Kerry. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to be um, just to compound everything. I'm signed out of the football, and it doesn't remember my password, so I can't tell you anything that's happening. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I could try again. Oh, I'm in. Oh, good. Hang on. Well, I can tell you, as of now, I've got nil point because I've got no teams that are playing. I'm sitting in 13th on Friday the 13th on exactly 1,000 points. Uh, You've gone up one then. You were 14th last week. No, I was 12th. Wasn't I 12th last week? No, I don't think so. Mm. Oh, well, you're hovering around the mid-table. Yeah, Peter's still bottom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're fourth, Kerry. You haven't moved either. Mm-hmm. A few injuries in your team, though. You should uh, you should have looked at that. Saka's probably not playing. Oh this shit, weekend. Max can't have looked then. Well, it says 75% chance of playing, so you know you can take All the right. risk. Okay, so Kerry, um, I have mm. my hopes for next week, and I'm looking. I'm going to go and have a look at the episode descriptions in a bit. Is for yeah. um, Jacob to come crashing back in, completely, totally sprout detoxed. He's going to come back, you know, because he was in he was in Belgium, Kerry, where Brussels, oh, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to come back in and go, what the bloody hell's going on? I hope no one shagged him. Please tell me no one shagged him. And then yes. Kirsty's going to be like, oh, actually, I have. Yeah. And uh, Jakob will say, his wife's arriving tomorrow. <laughs> bloody brilliant. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah, Imagine actually, if we find out he's Nolatando's boyfriend. I was just going to say, what I want to happen is that Nolatando either comes to Ambridge or Kate goes out to Nolatando and we have an episode of them too. Yeah, I reckon he's going to get a gig in South Africa, Eric, and Kate's oh. going to hook up with him in, in South oh, Africa. Blimey. It's Cape Town, isn't oh. it, where Nolatando is? Cape Town. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, oh, I, I did like it when Nol- the Nolatando thing, where she went, oh, that's that's my phone making that noise that you can hear. Um, it's Nolatando. She split up with her boyfriend. He dumped her on her birthday. That She was really in love with him. Her birthday was a week ago. Don't know why she took so long to, to tell me. And then Kirsty sort of went, oh, call her call. And she went, no, I've got to set my class up. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirsty had to say, oh, go on. Ring her. <laughs> it's like shitty, toxic masculinity top trumps, though, isn't it? What's worse, to get dumped on your birthday or jilted on your wedding day? She mm. Like she's there giving it to Kirsty. Who knows? Yeah. 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 They haven't mentioned that for no reason, have they? Something will. I hope Nolatandu appears and uh, some trouble will ensue, I'm sure. Some angst. I thought it was feeding the idea that she might travel. And Eric will be in the middle of that somewhere. Oh, well, you're rarely wrong. Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll take it. Um, Kerry, Mm. right. Plans for the evening? Oh, none. Okay. All right. No massive session in the diary? No, no, no. I'm sort of quite dry this January. Um, You need an Eric in your life. (laughs) 
Oh, edible forest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I must, all... I'm going to tend to my edible forest, I think. Yeah, suddenly it doesn't sound like such a bad idea. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, a lovely, relaxed weekend ahead, apart from the Arsenal Spurs game when I'll be going nuts. I will. Mm catch up with you no doubt over the weekend thanks to everyone for listening Mm. and uh, yeah see you soon yeah see you next week bye